0: Welcome back, everyone, to the latest edition, uh, the first edition of the Lightning Strikes Podcast of 2018. Uh, this is Joe Smith, Lightning Beat Writer for Tampa Bay Times. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everybody. Hope everybody's staying warm. I am in Toronto, where the Lightning continue their five-game uh, road trip here uh, on, on Tuesday night against the Maple Leafs, who are currently second place in Division 10 points behind um, the lightning the lightning has a few games in hand too so um, obviously the the first half of the year or the first um, part, of, part of the calendar year has gone as well as it could have possibly gone for the lightning of 58 points um, 28 eight and two um, atop the league atop the division they're relatively healthy so um, they just they finished that off with a bang on a New year's Eve in, in uh, Columbus with a five nothing victory of league leading fifth shutout. Johnson had two goals. Stamkos and Kucherov had other ones. So overall, the Lightning is playing with, you know, Nikita Kucherov says a lot of mojo, a lot of confidence um, going into this next calendar year. And this trip, uh, these, these road games in January, 13 and 16 games are on the road, um, could really go a long way in whether the Lightning really just pulls away with the division already or if it gets a little bit uh, tighter up top. So that's why these games against Toronto and then Thursday, Montreal, Saturday, Ottawa, and, and Sunday, Detroit are important in terms of swing games of, of padding that um, padding that lead in the division and, and in the conference. So a lot of things to get to on this uh, podcast. Uh, a bunch of your questions you sent on Twitter I'll answer later on uh, in the program. Uh, talk about Tyler Johnson talk about um, All-Star game which is coming up in uh, about three weeks or so um, Mikhail Sergachev and the Duran return uh, in the game against Montreal. So lots to get to and um, well, you know, let's just get started. I, I think, you know, with the All Star game coming up in three weeks, um, it's pretty obvious to me that there's going to be some um, some big announcements this week. Uh, Steven Stamkos will be named um, Atlantic All Star captain for the division. Uh, next couple of days, uh, John Cooper will be named the head coach for the Atlantic division, and he clinched that by having um, more points. Best points percentage of any any team in the division, and then you'll also have, I'm sure Andre Vasilevsky, who's showing why he's one of the best, if not the best, goalie in the world right now, uh, Nikita Kucherov. I think the only guy that you, you're kind of on the on the fence about is Victor Hedman. Not that he hasn't had a good year, but you just wonder, you know, how many guys Lightning will be able to get in this game, even though it is in Tampa. So we'll find that out probably in the next week or so. And when you have that many All Stars, I means you're having one heck of a season, and that's what the Lightning is having right now. Um, and you have a lot of different reasons for that. Uh, you look at the Steven Stamkos return and his health, and the chemistry with Nikita Kucherov. Um, Stamkos, by the way, has four goals in his last three games really tried to kind of set a new New Year's resolution to to shoot the puck more and be aggressive. I think he felt that he was deferring a lot to Nikita Kucherov because he was so hot, but uh, you're starting to see the last three or four games of him really being more assertive and and shooting. He's one of the league scorers in this game for a reason, and I think him being more aggressive has really helped uh, him. I think it's 17 goals right now uh, on the year, so something to watch with him. I think another guy that's kind of really taken off in December is Tyler Johnson, I remember not too long ago, he had that 15 game goal drought, which was, just, was the longest in his career. Um, he's the guy that, you know, he's had that long term deal, the seven year, $35 million deal in the summertime. Came into the year saying he felt as healthy as he ever has after, after the first long summer of his career. Um, got to finally strength train, change his diet. And so when he had that slow start, you know, I'm sure people were questioning and there were some critics out there with him, but you could tell that the chances were coming with him. Um, he's in that third line, that was swing line, with with uh, Killoran and a rotating third member. Uh, and once they moved him to wing, uh, that homestand start game in San Jose, uh, he's really taken off. And, and now he's with Point and, and Palat. He's on the wing, and he's got a point in each of the last 12 games he's played. Um, eight of his 12 goals the season have come in that last 12 games. Uh, most points, uh, except... He's ever had in a month uh, with 18. So, um, and with him, he just said that the key was keeping an even keel, not not trying to get too high or too low. Understanding that those points or those goals were going to come, and then they did. Um, and you're starting to see him play a little bit more like he did in his All-Star season 14, 15, where he was dynamic, he was aggressive, and some of the shots he's made the last few games have been spectacular. So, it's a good sign for lighting depth that they have um, a guy like that they could put on the wing and, and can be another top six scorer. Or even top nine score to go along with that top line of of Stamkos and and Kucherov. So um, as I mentioned, the Lightning is healthy. They are getting probably one of their um, their core players back uh, this week. Ryan Callahan Uh, will clear for contact on Sunday. Uh, He's out. He's with the team on the road trip, and the three week mark and the expected three to four week recovery is Thursday. Looks like he's a little bit ahead of schedule, right on schedule. And I talked to him today. I talked to him. Uh, Sunday for this story in today's Tampa Bay Times, uh, just about how hard this has been for him. You know, he had those two hip surgeries last year, missed most of the season, hardest year of his career. He came in healthy and hungry and wanting to prove he could be back again. And, and he was actually playing well. I know he had six points in 29 games, but with the chances he had, he could have easily had six or seven goals. And uh, that last game he played in Arizona, he had five shots on goal, a goal list allowed, and then he had a, the crushing spill into the boards. Um, upper body injury thought it was the shoulder um, type area and when he was out for three to four weeks he was like he didn't know how to even describe it he had to you know had to get out of his own way he said and it took him a couple days to kind of just get over it the Christmas break came at a really good time for him to go back to Rochester be with his family including his newborn son Dominic who got to meet his 101 year old grandmother um, so it really gave him a chance to reset his mind and, and feel like um, turn the corner there because now he's getting closer to return and, and boy can he help this penalty kill. The penalty kill has been a, an issue lately and they had given up 10 goals in the 7 games he's missed so I think having Callahan back will be huge both of the PK and the team and, and in the room so uh, that will make the Lightning uh, pretty much fully healthy at this point. They've had some small injuries here and there the Jake Dotson and such like that but um, they'll be fully healthy as they head into this new calendar year um, for the most part. Um, as we head to Montreal, and I know for those of you who got to see the game um, December 28th in Tampa, it was the anticipated return of Jonathan Druen uh, and that's the Serkachev versus Druen bowl, so to speak. Um, the first game since the big blockbuster trade in June that had sent Jonathan Druen to Montreal and uh, Mikhail Sergachev to to Tampa and. We did a bunch of stories, TampaBay.com, Tampa Bay Times. I did one on Sergachev, kind of how he's, how he's blossomed on and off the ice, whether that's living on his own and taking college classes and getting used to the city and getting involved in the community and to being one of the top four blue lighters on this team uh, and flourishing. So, read that, check, check that one out. And I know uh, we caught up with Jonathan Drewan too just on his return. He's some interesting things to say. He said all the right things in our chat uh, last week. Um, that, you know, he was grateful for the fans that stood with him, even in the tough times in Tampa where he requested that trade. And he admitted he was a little bit young and stubborn with that and decision-making. But I think deep down, he doesn't really regret it because, you know, he's bet on himself and he had issues with how it was going in the organization. And so he decided to, to, to take that bold statement and do it, whether you agree with him or not. And it did get him to land in his hometown team in Montreal, which obviously is struggling now. But over the course of that six-year, $33 million contract, I think he'll be uh, very happy there. So I think it's a deal that will work for both sides eventually. The Lightning got a really great part of the deal with uh, Sergachev, who's going to be a cornerstone defenseman, it looks like, for a long time. So that could be one of the finest hours of Steve Eichmann's career here as a GM, uh, getting uh, Sergachev and, and making uh, most of the one of his top assets there in Jonathan Drouin. So uh, the Lightning won that game, um, and, uh, you know, Nothing and didn't get much of a much of a feedback from the fans. There were some signs, um, some cheers, but it was kind of a ho-hum game, so to speak. Uh, in that regard, it wasn't a video tribute or anything like that. He just kind of came in town and left. And they'll be seeing them again on Thursday in Montreal at the Bell Center, one of the most fun atmospheres in the league uh, right now. So a lot to get to here. Also wanted to get to some of your questions, and you can always send those to me at tb t- 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 times underscore j smith or via email at joe at tampa bay And number one question I've gotten the last couple of weeks uh, um, with the February twenty sixth trade deadline in a month and a half, people are asking what the Lightning do, what should they do going forward, and uh, you look at the team overall and the record. There's not huge, not many huge holes on this roster, but I know I've talked to Steve Eisenman, and He said they're far from perfect, and they're constantly looking to try to find ways to improve this team. Because, you know, you talk to some other players, and like Steven Stamkos, is like they, we, we still got some flaws on this team. They've, you know, found ways to win games, and goaltending has been a big part of that. Um, but uh, I think that they still feel that they maybe could get better in the top nine, maybe a winger there. I, I wouldn't rule out a ch- if they found a, a way to really upgrade. Uh, maybe with a right shot defenseman, because um, there's, there's not many spots left in that uh, in that rotation there. So you'd have to send a, a defenseman back probably, whether it's a Cuckoo or a Schuster. But um, they're going to constantly look to try to improve their team. They've been scouting Columbus he- heavily, uh, and they've been Columbus is scouting them. So we'll see how that goes. But overall, I think that you know anything they add right now would probably be a luxury. Uh, at this point. And I think they're going to look internally, too. I mean, don't, let's not forget they have one of the best systems in the league. And you look at AHL Syracuse right now, which has been rolling. Um, Adam Ernie has been playing like he should be in the NHL or get a chance. Alex Volkov, one of the most intriguing players in training camp for me, the Russian first-year pro, has got like 10 goals, leading scorer now for the Crunch, coming into his game. And, and I talked to Ben gruel the coach in Syracuse, and he's like, it's just a matter of when this kid's in the NHL. They put him on top lines or worked him in practice with the guys like Stamkos and Kucherov in the training camp just to see if he could do it and I know Jack Cooper loved how bold his game was he was fearless in the way he went after it used his size so um, I think you could see a few Syracuse guys in the next month and a half or so as far as just a, a test to see uh, what they have what they have internally before you start spending some assets um on a rental or somebody else uh, towards the deadline. Um, speaking of prospects, you know, make sure to watch the World Junior Championships in Buffalo, uh, four lighting prospects on uh, Team of Canada and one and Levar Hayek on, on Czech um, Canada. Brett Howden, former first round pick, who really wanted to make that team, has been impressive, including Player of the Game on Saturday against Denmark. Cal Foot, including that heck of a save he made uh, sliding into the crease last week. Has been really good, and Radish and Kachuk have been there too. So a lot of those guys, a lot of those guys will be in Syracuse next year. So it just shows how much depth this team has going forward, uh, and, and a good future to come. Another question people had was about faceoffs. I know the Lighting have been near the bottom of the league in faceoffs this year, and and it hasn't never hasn't only really been their strong suit in the last number of years, especially. Um, and it is important because it you know, leads to possession, and possession's the number one thing in zone time in, in this league. And um, you know I think Johnson's gotten better since the start of the season, but point has struggled at times. You, know, you look at the last couple of years, they really lost some of their, their better faceoff guys with Phil Pla and, and Boyle, and Gabe Dumont was their faceoff specialist last year, and he did every big <laughs> D zone draw, and he was bluffed on waivers for Ottawa. So I'm not sure if that's something that they're gonna address necessarily at the deadline, uh, as far as that's concerned I think something that they're continue to work they work on it every day in practice I know that after every morning skate they're working on it with Brad Lauer, the assistant coach and different guys taking draws to do together so I think it's more thing that they're gonna work on internally and you may, keep in mind that the, the face are not just the centermen, it's the the guys around them uh, the, the wings pinching in and being more of a group in the 50/50 battle so um, it's obviously something that's a concern. You know, anytime you give a possession that easily, especially on D zone or in, in penalty kill or power play, um, it's huge. But I'm not sure if something they'll be addressing at the deadline more so, improving internally um, at practice and because they have the guys that can do it. It's just a matter of, of being better at it overall. Another question is, when will Louis Domingue make his uh, Lightning debut? Um, Louis Domingue is the new backup goaltender for the Lightning, considering uh, Peter Budai, the veteran backup uh, is out indefinitely with that lower body injury he suffered uh, last weekend um, so Louis Domingue is a great story I wrote it in the uh, Tampa Bay Times on Monday on the website Um, uh, you know basically a month and a half ago he was, he was dropped by one of the league's, league's worst team in Arizona he lost his first six starts there he, he got put on waivers and he was working out on his own in Arizona and renting his own ice and, and working out with uh, Shane Doan his former teammate there in Arizona and his kid and Um, it was kind of a humbling time. He didn't know when the trade would come or when that change of scenery would come, and he finally got acquired from the lighting mid-November in that deal that swapped AHL goaltenders, Michael Layton from from Tampa or Syracuse, and and time again. Um, So it was kind of an under-the-radar move then, but it was was all with the idea that um, they wanted an upgrade at the number-three goalie position or an NHL-ready guy. Um, So, and they felt that Domingue, a guy who's played really well against Lightning, including last year's win in Tampa, they had helped crush the playoff hopes for the Lightning. Um, they knew he was good, and Franz Jean, the, the goalie coach of the Lightning, has, has known him since he was 15 or 16, and loves his character, and loves his talent, and so they brought him in, and he played well in Syracuse, a key part of that uh, turnaround and 10-game winning streak really solidified the position, and so now he gets his chance. I'm not sure when he'll play. I would imagine he plays on this trip, probably the back-to-back the Saturday and Sunday, um, Ottawa and Detroit because I think Vasilevsky will be tonight against against uh, Toronto and Thursday I'm sure Montreal but you'll see Domingue I think on this trip and there's a lot more condensed schedule this month so you might see this is a chance where you could get a uh, backup goalie in more um, a lot of road games so but I think he'll get his chance uh, probably later this weekend uh, against Ottawa or Detroit Another question I had was not just looking at the standings but who are the top teams in the Western Conference and I'll have to say I haven't seen that this year, but Nashville, I think, is, um, Nashville is one of the better uh, teams. I think one of the teams to beat out there in the Western Conference. Um, they're just deep all the way around. Their defense course are probably the best in the league. Um, you tell why they went to the final last year, how good they are. So I think they're right there. Another surprise team, I think, to me, is Vegas. They're one of the best teams I've seen out there. And they uh, beat the Lightning in, in Las Vegas a few weeks ago. Um, they have a bunch of talent. They have a bunch of depth. They don't have any big flashy stars, but they have a lot of guys who are hungry because most of them are, don't have a contract next year, and a lot of, all of them were left off teams' rosters kind of on the fringe, so they have motivation there. So I, I think Vegas is a team that can play the lighting style. They're really good. Nashville is as well. Um, and a, a lot of surprise to see that you know Edmonton Oilers were my, my Stanley cup final pick, and they're floundering out there. Um, you're seeing the resurgence of the LA Kings, uh, which they, they were a good team too. Um, but I think the top two for me are Nashville and Vegas. And wouldn't that be fun, a Nashville-Vegas or, or a uh, or na- <coughs> sorry, Nashville-Tampa or a Vegas-Tampa final? I think I'd get on board, and I'm sure a lot of the media would love those uh, two road trips uh, in May and, and June. Uh, it definitely beats the negative 14 degrees here in Toronto and the soon-to-be negative 24 um, in Ottawa. In uh, Columbus was pretty cold too, but enjoyed rigging in the new year, rigging in the new year in um, Columbus, uh, and get a chance to celebrate. And a lot of good things to come uh, next year, I think. Uh, if you're a Lightning fan, and uh, it could be a special year. So stick with us, and always give me your emails or any questions, uh, Joe at TampaBay.com or TB Times underscore J Smith. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.